I'm back. Um, so, we're going to continue with our Drunk Holiday series. Um, and in honor of Christmas coming up, I think I'm going to put together a compilation of these Drunk Holiday stories. Just because I like them so much. would not be a podcast without or would not be an episode without me coughing all right so y'all know like i'm i'm a social media manager um so i'm on facebook and twitter and even insta a lot and um on top of that um i like to go through and just see um what's happening with my friends and family whatever but there was an article that really just... It, it, it hit me. And it was the perfect way to do our last... What I'm assuming will be our last um, drunk holiday for the year. I, don't, don't quote me on that, though. Um, so... There was a marketing company, and I don't remember... And I, I like, I hear... From 600 miles away, I hear Will screaming at me that I need to listen to him and start taking notes. Oi. There was a marketing company that was doing some research to see how to make Santa more marketable. And when I talked to Mary T about this, because I was planning the segment, um... But I didn't quite know what hook to take. And her exact words were brilliant. It's a fat man who gives us free stuff. How much more marketable do you want Santa to be? And if y'all knew Mary T, which I'm hoping I can get her either as a guest or a co-host um, on the podcast or the, the, the vlog at some point, you'll love her. Because... <laughs> Amazing. Um, but, it, and she also makes a really good point. Um, but that, that's not the point of this, this though. Um, in that survey, a lackluster 27% of the people said um, that they would want Santa to either be a female, um, non-conforming, or non-binary. And the internet lost its collective mind. Like, it was like the Joker being thrown into the vat of acid that ruined his good looks. Yeah, I have a thing for the Joker. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to be in so much trouble for that one. (laughs) So much trouble. Anyways... So, the internet's losing its mind. Now, keep in mind that this survey I um, was probably taken by 500 people. Maybe, maybe a few more, maybe a few less. But it was not very many people at all. So, the, I mean, 25 or 27% is a large number. But also, get over it. No one is saying Santa is going to be a woman. No one is saying Santa is going to be non-binary. 
And yes, everyone knows that Santa is based on a real person. I wrote a whole romance about this. So no one is surprised or is trying to take away Santa's dick. And the fact that I just had to talk about Santa's dick is is crazy to me. It was a marketing survey that was prepared for no damn good reason other than to sell more shit. I'm going to say that one more time. It was a marketing survey to sell more shit. Now, will someone come out with a non-binary or a non-gender conforming Santa? Possibly. Will it be cool? Maybe. It depends on execution. But it always depends on the execution. You know, you can't just say, oh, Santa's a girl now. Or a hipster Santa doesn't believe in genders. And even if someone does do that, why does it bother the internet so much? That's what I really want to know. The best way to voice your discontent with someone doing that is to vote with your wallet. Don't shop at that company. But creating a fur over it is not going to do anything other than to give them, give that company free publicity, which will drive in people who do support that. That's how it works. That's how business works. And I really cannot believe that I had to talk about this. I'm going to go and I'll be right back. And I'm back. Um, so as I said, like last week, I want to, leading up into the holidays, um, which I'll probably, probably be better about it next year. But I want to do a segment called Drunk Holidays. Um, this one is going to be kind of a downer. But I think it's something that really should be talked about a little bit more than what it is. Um, especially um, in light of the Pete Davidson story, which we talked about. Um, and now, um, last week, local um, meteorologist... Uh, Jessica Starr took her own life. Um, Jessica Starr was the Fox 2 Detroit meteorologist in the morning along with the gorgeous and sublime Alan Longstreet. Um, she was she was fairly young. She was only 35. Um, she had two young children and a loving husband. Um, and she was found hanging this week. Um, now, since I'm not in Detroit, this part was told to me via my best friend. Um, but every time that the her colleagues had to talk about this, they broke down in tears. And, you know, I lost a very dear friend of mine, um, which was part of the reason why I, I took the hiatus. Um, I, bl- I lost two very dear friends, but one I was much closer to than the other. Um, 
And so the the holidays are hard enough. Trying to get through them. When the loss is... Um, for lack of a better word, natural. I can't imagine what it's like when the person took their own life. And there's a lot, there's a lot of talk, there's a lot to be made of seasonal depression, um, and yada, yada, yada. And, and I totally get it, and I, I totally get that there's a sadness, um, and suicide, for the record, I used to say suicide was selfish, I was wrong. Um, it, it, suicide is not handing the problems off to someone else, it, it is a symptom of a very real and very tragic disease called depression. And... The whole thing is, you know, in the case of Pete Davidson, he's still with us. God willing, he's still with us. Um, and, and he struggles with his demons, you know. Um, Jessica had LASIK eye surgery, which is what everyone is laying the blame on um, right now because... Her recovery was not going well. Um, she had very limited sight. Her, It was still very blurry. Um, and it, in recent days, more reports have, have come out that, yes, she did struggle with depression. And we always talk about the holidays being a time for us to see our loved ones and get together and spend some time with them. And that's wonderful. That's great. Like, I I would always encourage that. But let's also continue to um, do that even after the holidays are over. I know life gets busy. Life gets complicated. Don't talk to me about complicated lives, okay? Um, But seriously, like, it doesn't take much to send a, hey, I'm thinking about you. Are you all right? Or, hey, I love you. Let, let's talk soon. It might be the smallest thing in the world to you, but it would mean the world to somebody else. You know, uh, when I started this podcast, I was like, oh, can't be fun always. But that's not how life is in... No matter what what form this takes, blog, vlog, podcast, TV show, movie, screening in heaven, I always wanted to ref- reflect real life. And unfortunately, depression, mental illness, sadness, those are all things that we have to deal with. And sometimes, yes, they are multiplied. They are magnified during the holidays I'm gonna go and I'm gonna be right back and I'm back 
And so, it's December now. It's her 100th episode. So what better way to launch this new segment than today? So today we are, let's talk. Well, I'm getting so ahead of myself here, people. It's this champagne. This one's throwing them stick and do it. <laughs> um, so the, the new segment I want to do is called Drunk Holidays. Um, next year it'll probably launch a little bit earlier, if I remember. My my memory is not what it used to be. And I I hear people and know you're all wrong. Mm-mm. Wrong. You is dead wrong and you know it. <laughs> so basically during holidays, we're just gonna talk everything holiday. So in order to fit with the theme of this episode. We're going to do a deep dive into um, Baby Gets Cold Outside. Um, and Anchor would have allowed me to add the song in here, but then I'd have to pay, and I don't want to pay. You've all heard Baby Gets Cold Outside. Um, and you know what, what it's all about. Um, a Cleveland station has decided that it's not going to play the song this year because it feels a little rapey. <coughs> yeah, I had to say that without dying. Um, and I mean, I get it. You have... Uh, you, you might have a little bit of concern with lyrics like, say, what's in this drinks? No cab is to be had out there. I wish I knew how your eyes are like starlight now. You know, okay, what's in this drink? It does kind of have a little bit of a context there. What maybe, you know, maybe a little date rapey. I get it. But this song was written um, in like the 30s. Uh... I was trying to find the exact date, um, or the at least the exact year that it was written. 1944. Okay, 1944. You know what else was illegal then? Alcohol, I think. I think that was prohibition. Mandy, was that prohibition? I, I'm asking her like she's actually going to answer me. You know what, she actually will answer me. She, when she listens to this, she's going to text me and be like, no, that was a different time period. What are you thinking? <laughs> um, so back in 1944, it wasn't date rapey. It was, is there alcohol in here? Because I have to drive and I can't get a cab. You know, there's a lot of people who want to make something out of nothing. And, I mean, I've done it, too. Um, There was a period not too long ago where I had a friend who was trying to ruin some of the best musicals in the world. I don't know if she was doing it on purpose because she was a bitch or if this is how she really felt. I'm kind of leaning towards she was a stupid bitch. (laughs) 
But then I, like, I listened to Hairspray. And, um, I forgot what song it is now. Let me see if I can pull up my Apple Music and tell you. It's a song where he's he's talking about without love. I I'm pretty sure it's without love. Um, where he's um, where Link is talking about how much he loves. Um, I keep wanting to call her Nikki Blonde. <laughs> oh, I'm a hot mess in this segment. Um. Tracy, um, Link is telling Tracy that he left her no matter what she weighs. And I was like, okay, that's a little, that's a little, like, um, That's a little, um, what am I trying to say here, people? It's a little, um, body shamey. Yes, this segment's gonna run a little bit long because, well, frankly, I lost my damn mind. (laughs) Um, um, and also I listen to, I listen to the Avenue Q song. Um, you can be as loud as the hell you want when you're making love, and, you know, they say, oh, she's wasted. You can, basically, you can have your way with her, like, do this thing. And in the context of when it was written, it wasn't bad. In today's context, it's like, what about consent? She can't give you consent. You you better put that penis away. Mm-mm, no. So getting back to Baby Gets Cold Outside, it's the same thing. You know... And yes, I get it. Like, in today's context, no. It it wouldn't hold up. It wouldn't be a good song. But this is a song that has been around for 75 years. Or just about 75 years. And so now we're trying to force our context onto this song. And that's just not okay. Because that's not what was going on during this time. You know, what was going on during this time was... Oh, hey, if we're seen together, if a single woman is seen in a man's apartment, she's labeled a whore. If a single woman is seen in a man's apartment today, we call her a reality star. And back then, men did try to convince women to have sex with them. Now... Men try to convince women to have anal with them. See, there's a big difference. But you can't go changing what happened in the past to fit today's context. It's just not okay. I'm going to go and I'll be right back. <laughs> 